Moncrief on News Talk. Now, one of the ways in which the cost of living is estimated is through a representative representative basket of goods. In the UK, they've just removed one, the now old-fashioned CD. So is the CD dead? Neil Waters is owner of Classified Records in Dundalk. Afternoon, Neil. Hi, Sean. Uh, So do you sell many or any CDs? Well, we do. We've always done. I mean, we've been here for eight years and... I remember when I first opened the shop that summer in 2015, I, I read a review that said that one of the quickest ways to close your record shop is to overstock on CDs and DVDs. Mm-hmm. And that was eight years ago. So I think CDs are almost being put out to pasture now, but they've been a big, important part of the music industry for about 40 years. Right. So is there any market for CDs nowadays? Not really. There'll always be somebody coming in and asking for a CD. But, you know, you don't get CD drives in computers anymore. You don't get CD players in cars anymore. There isn't too many companies manufacturing CD players. So bar the second-hand market, there's not much left for CDs. But the second-hand market is flying, Sean. Right. OK. Mm. That's interesting. Yeah, and, I mean, we... Yeah. And what would be the kind of age profile for the, for, for the second-hand CDs? Well, you see, it, it's based on price, OK? CDs were popular back when they came out in 1985 due to their manufacturing costs, when you think about it, really. And back then, you, you price up what it takes to make a CD compared to a record. Right, mm. so you can't compare that. And today, because of you know post-COVID, people are uh, have less money in their pockets. If we can sell quite a lot of CDs and four for a tenner at second-hand pre-owned is yeah. a great deal. So you can get four lovely albums for ten quid. Like that's driving. There's enough there. And if you have a good CD collection and you can inherit stuff and accrue stuff as you go, it's a good record shop. There'll always be a market for that because of the price. Yeah, and so these would be young people coming in. And so what are they playing the CDs on? Uh, Well, again, most kids probably inherit a CD player from somebody in the family. Mm. And a lot of people didn't, a lot of people threw out their records, but an awful lot of people didn't throw out their CDs. So if if a young person, anyone around, born around the millennium, can inherit a CD player, a set of speakers and a ready-made collection, it's very easy then to start building on that. You know, when you have nothing there, Sean, it's impossible to build. Yeah. But when there's something there, you can throw 20 or 30 quid out of a week and then you've got a lovely collection of CDs. Isn't that so interesting? Mm-hmm. And, uh, cassettes. Are, are, have cassettes yeah. made anything of a comeback? Well, again, the big problem with, for cassettes is that there is no manufacturer making uh, a tape deck. Mm. I mean, they're so old, people don't even know what to call them anymore. Yeah. VHS. <laughs> we grew up on the videos, didn't we? Yeah. And yet they're VHS players now. So... We sell a lot of tapes, Sean, and believe it or not, I had a bucket of tapes on the floor here that when we cleared the house out during the summer, there was about 500 blank tapes that the person had made. And we're selling blank tapes for 50 cent each. <laughs> people Who are going home and listening to something that somebody made back in the 90s and been fascinated by it. So that would tell you that people love to hoard. There will always be a percentage of people that will always collect. And people collect comics, people collect cars, people collect whatever, things on their CV. But people will always collect musical formats and that hasn't changed. Yeah. Do, do people ever come in with eight tracks? Yes. I have a tub of eight tracks here. Crikey. Yeah, really, Sean. They're beautiful. And like we have an eight track player here that we're trying to restore. Um, a man, an elderly customer, an elderly, one of our more uh, esteemed uh, customers dropped in a rec- an eight track, sorry, a reel to reel player recently. Oh, great. Yeah. And, but then uh, eight tracks we have, I have about it's six different formats here on sale. Crikey. And it does change. Like it, 
the, the world of hardware and music has t- taken a left turn every 20 years, if you look back historically. And even though everybody's got a Spotify account now and streaming revolution happened, oh, you know, nearly 15 years ago, um, Spotify, unless you have the full version, the, the quality isn't great. The, the bit mm. rate, as they call it, isn't fantastic. CDs are. Yeah. And people can, you know, people can buy records based on what they're listening to on Spotify in the shop. So there is a try before you buy. And yes, everybody that has a Spotify, all the kids, they're still buying CDs. I, as I said, I think people like collecting stuff. Yeah, I because it's yeah, <laughs> it's it's to own the physical music, kind of. Yeah. It, it feels more. The, the, yeah. the the eight tracks that you get in is it all country and western music? I just <laughs> you know, it's just maybe my generation, but like you know, no. I grew up. Fellas had you know a Fiat one two seven and and an eight track that was full of you know country and western music. You know, I've I've got some great albums here. We just can't play them. I mean, we've Tusk on eight track. I've got Abbey Road on eight track. I've wow. got Velvet Underground on eight track. So if you're if you're stuck for a couple, I'll happily send them up in the post. They're not going very far. They're quite expensive, I imagine, the post. But um, yeah, I have I have a tub of them here, but it's not, um, you know, Jim Reeves and uh, yeah, that's all mad. that rubbish country. God, yeah. 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 <laughs> the, now, the, the cost of vinyl, has uh, is that, especially, well, new vinyl, has, has that gone up? Yeah, twice in the last three years. Why I'm is not that? Lie. Yeah, we get we got an email from a supplier, I won't, from a record label. I won't say who. And the, and the top of the email said, due to a price increase, the price is going up. That's informative. Yeah, and when it goes up that much, say five or plus that, we have to move those on. As I said, when we opened in 2015, your average price of a record is 25 euro. Mm. Now it costs me 25 euro to buy a record. Crikey! Give or take. Yeah. So, running living costs have have grown exponentially, and especially in music. I mean. You know, we're 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 hanging on in there in on the high street because you'd be worried about the the true um, nature of what's going to happen to the high streets in Dundalk, um, in, in in Ireland. Sorry, mm-hmm. but you know we, we can't do anything about the eggs, you know the rising costs. We just try and trim our margins as much as we can. But everyone has to make money. Yeah, to stay and in the business, price of everything's obviously. gone up. So yeah. Why? Any idea why the price the price of records has gone up? We 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 don't get told. I mean. What to call it? Labor cost, materials. Uh, materials is probably the big one. Yeah, yeah, yeah because of the oil that goes into uh, a vinyl product. Um, so yeah, it's but they hide behind that, John. You know that. I mean, of course they do. Yeah. yeah. No way. But there's Universal. A, there's... Sorry, Universal, who are one of our biggest suppliers, makes sixty billion a year in terms of games, movies, and records, and yet they are the dearest, the dearest label in the world. Uh, and like any big company, that's why they're the biggest. Mm. There's a very good reason why. Yeah, because it's a funny thing I've noticed about uh, um, vinyl that oftentimes it'll be d- the same length as a regular C, uh, you know, as a CD, as a regular album. You know, there might be 10 or 11 tracks, but it comes as yeah. two records rather yeah. than as one record. And yeah. I assume that, that's bound to increase the cost of it. Yeah, well, it's just the shipping alone. Yeah. And taking it out of the warehouse is double the price. Yeah. I think a record costs about, weighs about 250 grams now. And obviously, you've only about 22 or 24 minutes per side on a record. So if a record's slightly over 50 minutes, that's why it has to go into three and four discs. Now, some other labels are what they call half-mastering records. I got a Brian Eno record recently that used to be on one disc, and it's now over two discs. So you have two, three songs per side. You play it at 45 RPM, so it's double the speed, but the Mm. grooves are wider. That's what they call half-mastering, and the sound is better. But what I hear from people is that, oh, 
I, I, I sit down and have a glass of wine or a cup of tea when I'm Exactly, yes. Yeah, yeah, get up every... Yes. <laughs> and that's fine for a DJ. I hover over my decks. I, I have a set of decks and I stand over them generally when I'm playing them. So it suits me. But that is a major criticism. Yeah. Having to turn, flip the, the disc over every eight minutes. Yeah. That wasn't the case. 30 or 40 years ago. No, it wasn't. And it strikes me that they only do that. Now, I mean, not, not apart from the half mastering, but you can fit more bass on uh, the fewer yeah. tracks they are. So they're trying to make records sound like CDs, records that originally didn't sound like CDs. Well, that's true. I mean, there was a lot of records made in the late 80s and early 90s when CDs were at their height um, that were made for the digital market. Like Nirvana, never mind, mm. was made for the CD world. Yeah. You know, it wouldn't have even, yeah. And when you listen to it closely, it's mastered in a digital quality. Uh, there would have been a lot of bands, even from Britain at that time, doing that sort of thing. So, yeah. Yeah. That happened. And yeah. now it doesn't sound exactly right. Like some records that if you lose the master on and you have to take a CD recording, it doesn't sound quite right. So, yeah. But yeah. like, Sean, it's all down to your own ears. Everybody's got different ears. Like different That's true. Eyesight. And if you don't have great hearing, you're not going to, I wouldn't be too bothered about the different frequencies. <laughs> uh, Neil, thanks a million for uh, talking to us today. Uh, I'm going to go outside now, Neil, and, and shake my fist at the sky. Uh, that was Neil Waters there, owner of Classified Records in Dundalk. If you're in Dundalk, uh, do indeed uh, call into them. A uh, few comments on that. Uh, someone says, while well, vinyl is outselling CDs, CD sales worldwide have actually increased uh, in the last two years. Now, presumably that's from a, a low base. Uh, vinyl had never gone away on the metal scene. It did slow down somewhat, but there's always records to be got. You're not a proper band till your album is on vinyl. Uh, someone else says, does anyone remember laser discs? They were around for five minutes in the early 90s. They were like a 12-inch CD in a record sleeve. Had a Depeche Mode one in my hand once, uh, but would have had to spend a fortune on a laser disc player to listen to it. And somebody else says loads of music is issued on CD, especially an anniversary box sets and reissues of older acts, the Beatles, Genesis, the Who, etc. And new indie label music too. Yes, it's but it seems as if it's just harder to get your hands on CD because it's probably not worth many record shops uh, while uh, stocking them. Moncrief weekdays at two p.m. on News Talk.